0: Welcome to this week in Anderson Redskins Sports here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports, here on AndersonRedskins.org. I'm Jason Griefer. As always, we're joined by Anderson AD Chris Newton and Assistant AD Zach McCormick. Gentlemen, good morning. How was the weekend? I'm going to assume decaf is not in the building.
1: Oh, no. It's are it's Full throttle. <laughs> full throttle. Extra loaded caffeine today. We're ready to go. Great weekend. I
0: I don't doubt it. Yeah, a lot of big things happening over the weekend and going forward. Uh, Let's get right into it. Let's dip into the pool to start things off with. Uh, Team, swim dive teams in the sectionals since we last spoke. Uh, Take us through that and uh, what you saw from your teams.
1: Oh, man, you ain't kidding. Uh, The the pool worked well for us this weekend. We saw, first of all, early in the week we saw Sean Hartley, who uh, a first-year diver for us. Qualified for districts, and he will be uh, he will be diving for us tomorrow night up at Miami. So that's awesome. We haven't had a district diver in a while up there. So, um, and then we went to swim on Friday night and Saturday. Justin Dostel and Grace Hastings are going to be incredibly busy up at Miami next weekend. It's awesome. Justin, who remember just a freshman, came in first in the sectional there at Princeton in the 100 butterfly, and then third in the, the uh, Princeton sectional in the 500 freestyle. Then we had two relays that qualified, so uh, the 200 free and the 400 free, and that's Kyle Grimes, Glenn Williams, Spencer Shingleton, and Justin Dostel. So he's going to be at four uh, events. And Grace Hastings, was, was uh, she was electric. I mean, it, it was awesome. The first one I saw was the 200 free, and and she was just, like, kind of coasting back, and she kicked it in gear. I got to tell you what, Jace, man, she's got a different gear. It, it is awesome. She was first in the 200 free, 500 free, and then our 200 free re- relay, Aaron Geis, Lily Cowan, Maggie Crowley, and Grace Hastings. Of course. And then the 400 free, Emma Sanger, Lily Cowan, Maggie Crowley, and Grace Hastings. So... Um, All of them are going to be competing in the districts up at Miami on uh, Saturday, boys in the morning and girls in the evening. So we got a great day planned up in Oxford.
0: Zach, how do you feel? Let's talk about Grace for a second. How do you feel about her chances competing in so many events and her uh, ability to move beyond that and get to state?
2: Oh, I think – I mean, I feel great about it. She – I mean, like like Newt said, she has a different gear. It's kind of crazy to watch because she'll just be – it almost looks like she's coasting, and then all of a sudden she just, boom, here it goes into another year. And um, not a lot of kids have that that I've seen so far. So I feel really good about her chances. And <clears throat> um, I know that she's excited and put in a lot of work. So she'll be ready for hopefully a state run.
0: Hopefully so. And uh, we can brag on that a week from now. Not only her, but the the rest of the, the, the boys and the girls that are going to be their districts as well because you've got quite a few of them, needless to say. Uh, let's move on to uh, gymnastics. Uh, Nice showing at the uh, Bartels Invitational over the weekend. Nice third place finish there. Take us through it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. And, and we had a lot of girls step up. And, um, you know, Maddie Belcourt continued her just um, outstanding freshman season. Um, you know, she scores in everything. And it's, uh, it, it's really good to see how this young lady has come and, and taken over, um, you know, uh, how well that she's doing out there. So, um scores I think were a little difficult that you know, it, every different every week it's it's weird how different judging and stuff like that. But um I know that that um the girls were really happy how they did and you know, a lot of people competed in the in those areas. So, but Maddie Belcourt, Maddie Bailey, those two the M&M connection there. They uh they've done really well. Another young lady that continues to improve, and it was it was kind of cool because she had the Michael Jordan flu game. <laughs> was Adrian Adal Saturday, or excuse me, Sunday, and fought through it, and she she performed very well. So then, how do they? They're t- in the city championships yeah. this weekend at CCD.
0: Yeah, how do how do they take that performance from the uh, the Bartels Invitational and, and move forward towards the city championship?
1: Well, you know, the good thing is, you know, there were there were some events that they didn't score as high as they'd like to. So this week in practice is huge to focus on, you know, where they uh, where they need to get better and stuff like that. But some of them need to rest up. You know, gymnastics man, they just they, they just beat the tar out of their ankles and stuff like that, their shoulders. So you know, hopefully they rest up and they do a little bit of game planning for how to get better uh, this week for the cities and get ready for the state tournament the following weekend.
0: Wrestling team was busy this weekend as well in the state duels. And it seemed like every, the who's who of wrestling programs were at, at these state duels over the weekend. Uh, Zach, take us through how you thought your team performed and uh, how do they take the experience there and turn it forward as they look forward to the conference championship in a couple of weeks?
2: Yeah. So the, the league championships the 22nd, which we're extremely excited about. we got a lot of kids who've really, uh, gotten in the groove um as the seasons progressed um evan McHugh had a win this weekend versus fairfield um mcclain morency i mean i feel like we keep we talk about him every single week he's i mean he's just a stud and xander james um and he and xander's a fun one to talk about because he uh
1: we also had a
2: duel against uh madeir on wednesday i think it was um and xander was battling a little injury hurt his knee a little bit on uh wednesday and it was uh or I think it was Tuesday, actually, but he, I mean, you could tell that he was hurting, and then to be able to come in and fight through that and show just his mental toughness as well as his physical toughness and get a win this weekend, um, I mean, I'm, I'm very confident in our guys, my wrestling team, and Geertner and, and Lynch, I mean, they have those guys ready to roll, and I think that we'll have a, we'll have a really good showing at, at the league tournament here on the 22nd.
0: How do the coaching staff go about keeping them fresh now that they've got a little time off to I guess kinda of recuperate maybe from injuries or illness or what have you, but also not allow any kind of rust to set in?
2: Yeah, to be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean literally every time I see the guys, they're they're in hoodies and trash bags and they're sweating, they're they're sweating everything out. I mean, I don't know if they're fresh, to be honest with you. But the I mean <laughs> The amount of work that those guys put in is is awesome. And, I mean, they're, they're extremely hard workers. But to be honest, I don't know if they're fresh. I know they I know they take care of their bodies, and all of them are always um, being proactive and going into the training room and um, getting ice. So, I mean, I think the coast does a great job, Gierner and Lynch, that making sure that our kids are taking care of their body, eating right, and doing the little things to, to make sure that they're fresh, but still getting after it on a daily basis and making sure that we're ready to go.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm with you. I have no idea how you keep fresh in that thing because it's such a grind. But uh, they've hey, got, our,
1: uh, our extent of wrestling is coming off the top rope and hitting people with chairs and tables and stuff uh, like that. You I got mean. it. The, these kids, it's uh, it's unbelievable what they do. And, and our coaches, you know, they're right down in the trenches with them. And, um, you know, it is it is one of my favorite sports to watch because of the discipline that it takes. And it's just not discipline on the mats. It's discipline off the mats as well. Um, And and like I said, man, these kids and these coaches, they dive into it, and it it is fun to to cheer them on.
0: Let's move on to uh, basketball here, and uh, let's start with the boys first. Tough stretch they're in right now. dropped six straight after a, a tough one against Withrow on a Friday night. You've got a couple games this week to close out the regular season. It's West Claremont on Tuesday and Kings on Friday. Uh, w- what's the mindset of the team right now? And what are they looking to accomplish in this final week of the regular season?
1: Well, you have to, um, you're right. We had, we had two tough losses this past week, but you know, you got to shake those and you got to move on. We've got a, an opportunity to finish the, the season with two victories here. We play West Claremont Tuesday night, and that's a senior night. Um, and then we have an opportunity to go Friday to end the year strong against Kings, and Kings just beat um, West Claremont this past week. So uh, these are these are opportunities to go out and win two games, and you know get our minds right and get ready for the tournament. So uh, we can't be pouting and moping or anything like that. We got to get going and get ready to to win some ball games.
0: Over on the girls' side, six straight wins now, including a very emotional win on Saturday to close out the regular season over Kings. It was senior day, but one of the things that was cool that we saw on social media was the fact that uh, Carly Steiner was able to get into this game and a classy move by Kings to allow that to happen. Uh, For those that don't know, uh, take us through the story and uh, why it was important to get Carly into the game like this and the circumstances surrounding her not being able to be uh, on the floor this year.
2: Um, so for people who don't um, really know the story about Carly, her sophomore year, I mean, she's been a four-year varsity girl on the basketball program. Um, and she, I mean, she was second team all league her her sophomore year, first team her junior year. I mean, she she's a stud. and She's meant a lot to this program, and, and she's contributed in, in, in so many different ways. And one of the coolest things about this year um, is just, I mean, she brings energy, and she is, she's pretty much a coach on the side over there, and she knows the girls on a personal level, so she's able to kind of do things that the coaches might not be able to get to just because she spent so much time with those other girls and knows them so well. But she, I mean, still comes to absolutely everything, every practice, every game, um, and she, she's always dancing on the bench and doing different things. And, I mean, we can't say how much she's meant, to not just um the Anderson girls basketball program but all of Anderson High School. I mean she she's an incredible young lady and um kudos to, to Kings and Kate Harlemos over there to for such a classy move to let to let her um get out there and be on the court one last time. I mean we can't we can't express our appreciativeness enough for them cause that I mean that was super awesome of them. But really it just it meant so much for for us to be able to let Carly out there and, and be in front of the, the crowd one, one last time. I mean, she she's just a great kid, and we're happy that um, Kings was able to let us do that.
0: In that situation, you, you talk there about what Carly has meant, and obviously she wasn't able to play because of the knee, the knee injury going back to the, the soccer season. You talk about what she means to Anderson right there. In seeing that being reciprocated to her, the reaction that she got what was her reaction to all of that?
1: well she was she was very emotional um, and, and like Zach said, you know she she's an, uh, means a ton to our girls basketball program but she means way more to our school and um, she she's just an outstanding kid with a with a great family and um, just the opportunities that she's missed and, and sometimes as an athlete you take for granted, you know, being out there and running around and doing everything. And this is really you know, she's been uh bumped and has bumped and bruises before, but, you know, never to this extent. And um you know, it really makes you appreciate to get back out there and and there's no doubt about it, you know, with her recovery that she's been doing, she's she's gonna be one hundred percent fine if she goes to Duquesne next year for soccer. Um and I think she's realizing that there, there's no doubt about it, she will be ready to go. And she was probably itching to, to get out there and go play, you know, on Saturday. Um, but it was a very emotional day for her, and I know for her parents, and, and for for all of us, to be honest with you, out there at Anderson.
0: So now, on, on top of that, you get the win over Kings to close out the regular season, but things aren't finished there with Kings because you're going to play them again The girls are this coming Saturday in the sectionals. Beat them twice during the regular season. We've always heard the adage, it's difficult to beat a team three times in one season. Your team did it comfortably twice during the regular season. How do they turn forward then into the postseason? And not only that, beyond that, what did you think of the draw, not only for the girls but also on the boys' side for the sectional tournament?
1: Yeah, you know, and and we we were talking about this the other day. Um, Zach and I are both under the impression, you know, it's hard to beat a team three times, there's no doubt. But we would rather play a team that we have beat twice versus a team that we've lost to twice a third time. So, um, so you know, we're optimistic as we go in there. But we know Kings and, and Kate Harlemos, I mean, they're going to be ready. There is no doubt about it. And we remember how boys soccer was. You know, if, if you recall, we lost our last uh, boys soccer game. Of the uh, of the season to Kings like five to one or something like that, and we came out and we played them in the state tournament and we beat them. So we know you know anything can happen. You got to take one game at a time. So we, you know Coach Sheldon definitely will have our girls ready to go, ready to play. Um, but we also know Kings and Cape Harlemos over there. Kings she'll have their girls ready to play for sure. So it'll be a good game um, if we're fortunate enough to get by them. Then we would we would play, um, you know. I think it's Mercy McCauley, or and I can't remember to be honest with you. That's bad of me to say that. But, you would you would get the winner. Of, um, you would Mercy get the winner. McCauley and, is a higher ranked team, so yeah, they either, either um, them
0: or Middletown.
1: Middletown, yeah. So either one of those teams will play, and you know we'll see what happens. But you know we got to get by. Uh, we got to get by Kings first, and then for the boys' side, um, you know when you when you don't have a a great record, you go into the tournament and pretty much your, your choices are limited. And so, um, you know, we went into the bracket where, where we would play uh, the Elder Panthers. So uh, that's a very historic program. Um, so we'll see, you know, we'll hopefully build on these last couple games here, get some wins and, and get some momentum as we go into that tournament.
0: As you look at that, and I know the coaching staff and I know the players are not going to look ahead, but but we can't hear on the podcast because it's fun. <laughs> if you're able, if the boys are able to get past Elder, have you seen the bracket to see that you have a possible rematch with Bartels Road sitting in the second round?
2: You better believe it. <laughs> you know we've seen that. Um, no, but um, I mean, as a district, we want, we want obviously us to do well, but I mean as much as uh, a rivalry that we have with Turpin, we also want to see them do well. So if we were fortunate enough to get past Elder, we would uh, we would love to have a rematch with Bartels Road and hopefully take them down this time. Yes, That'd be fun. Yeah,
0: it would be. It kind of flipped the script there because uh, on that side, uh, they, they beat you twice during the regular season. So that underdog mentality could come into play there for sure. But – as we said, uh, things to take care of ahead of time. But again, we're allowed to speculate on that thing here because we have microphones at a podcast and we're not coaching and playing.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool how we can do this stuff on a podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's uh, it's another great week and uh, obviously a lot of things going forward. It was great to uh, chat a little bit about Carly Steiner as well and uh, see her get into the game. and uh, That was a cool deal and uh, to, for everyone involved there at Anderson, I'm sure. Uh, before we let you go, guys, as we always like to do, we like to uh, pump up the social media because you guys are on top of it. You're one of the top social media groups, I think, in the Cincinnati area. So, uh, let us know where uh, any, everybody can follow you on the social media and uh, keep up with all things Redskins sports.
2: For the best Twitter follow in the world, there it is. It's Chris Newton. It's at ahs Redskins underscore ad. Um, for live scoring updates, it's Anderson high sc1 and then on the instagram side of things it's hs redskins athletics
0: great week once again gentlemen can't wait to reconvene next week and uh do it again and see uh, what more postseason acolytes we may have to bring home
1: yeah jason first of all uh let me let me say one thing here my man yep we get a lot of people that come up and say how they listen uh to the podcast and they say how you do a great job of leading zach and i down the right road because they, they know we're not smart enough to do stuff like this so they they say that jace he's really good keep you guys focused and ready to go so know this you're getting some props out there from the anderson redskins
0: well i certainly appreciate that and uh y- you guys have enough on your plates as is i i, I don't want to just say hey hey tell us what's going on because there's so many different things going on so uh I just like to keep it moving, and I'll let you guys have the forum from there to brag on your athletes because they certainly deserve it.
1: We appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. That is Chris Newton and Zach McCormick joining us here for this week in Anderson Redskins Sports on AndersonRedskins.org and ESPN Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.